I would say start by taking some time to sit and think and reflect on these few things. What things interest you? What do you enjoy doing or are passionate about? And what talents might you have? Because some people have never actually taken the time to sit down and like reflect on that. Grab a seat by the fire. This is the Homeschool Project Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Nathan and Anita. We wanted to welcome everybody back to the Homeschool Project Podcast and we hope you're all having a wonderful weekend. Hi, hope you're all doing well. We just returned from a canoe trip. We did. Just got back in the house actually and we're trying to knock this thing out <laughs> before the kids lose their minds. Mm, this is very, um, we're, we're testing some waters here because it's, it's borderline dinner time, so it's not the best time. No, if you hear anything in the background, it's our son screaming as he's talking to his cousin. On video chat. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're trying to keep it to a minimum. We have the dog locked in the laundry room because he won't stop barking, so these are the things we have to do to get a podcast done. This is real life. Had an awesome day today. We did. Right? Went canoeing out at the lake mm-hmm. with some friends. Well, if we're going to be accurate here, it's called kayak canoeing. These things are hybrids I didn't even know existed, and they were awesome for families. They were. It looks like a kind of looks like a canoe, but it's uh, kind of set up like a kayak inside, and uh, a lot lighter and family friendly. Mm-hmm. So we had two of those, and we all fit fit really well in there and mm-hmm. if you want to see some pictures of them I need to just put them up on Instagram yeah but uh yeah definitely great for the family beautiful day the leaves are starting to change oh, it was so pretty on the lake oh my goodness yeah looked looked awesome so today we're going to be talking about how not to lose yourself uh this is more so is a parenting thing right so yeah. definitely homeschooling because in light of what's going on there's a lot of people who have found themselves spending a lot more, air quotes, quality time with their children at home. <laughs> and uh, it's very easy to uh, lose yourself and, mm-hmm. and kind of forget who you are as an individual and lose your individualism as a you know parent because you have no time for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important that we talk about that because I know that you've mentioned that a lot of the people that you've spoken with... Mm-hmm kind of bring that up and yeah, it's, it's a struggle it's a struggle and for a lot of people it can actually be you know turned into depression yes and it's not that it's funny but it's very interesting that we chose this topic today because I mean even just today alone um, some of the moms that I know were bringing these things up how it can be hard that they're losing self-care and it's just like they're all of a sudden realizing this and that they feel like something has to change but before we get started, we wanted to mention two things, right? Okay. Number one was we launched our website. Yes. Right? So www.thehomeschoolprojectpodcast.com. It's live. So we have the podcast. We have the podcasts that we record for, uh, for YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a blog, which we have several people contributing. Yes. And then it's like easy connections to get to our Instagram page, our Facebook page, all of that and the blogs that I'm we hope you guys enjoy we wanted this uh, we want this to be like our hub and a, and a place that we can build a community even further and we thought it'd be really cool if we had other moms blog so that you have other perspectives perspectives besides ours 
your sister has been putting some amazing uh, recipes on yeah, there too. She has. So check it out. There's some really, really good fall recipes on there mm-hmm. uh, for you. And, and she's excited. She's like, I'm going to just start posting them whenever. I'm like, yeah, do so. That's what we want. <laughs> yes. So I have it tabbed out on there. So there's actually one that says Nina's uh, uh, recipes. recipes. Right? So mm-hmm. um, you can find them there. Second thing is, we uh, kind of a big deal for us. You can go ahead. You can read it right off your phone so I don't mess it up. Yeah, so on the on feedspot.com, they have a top 20 homeschool podcast you must follow in 2020, and we made number nine. We are so excited. Yeah, so it's uh, if, if you Google, you know, best homeschool podcast to listen to, this Feedspot website will come up. And uh, if you click on it, we're number nine on there. So that's pretty cool for us, you know, mm-hmm. something that we started for fun and you'd never know who's going to listen to it. And I think some of our first episodes, we mentioned that uh, we were just happy that your sisters were listening to it. Yes. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, we land on uh, top 20. Um, must follow. Must follow. So mm-hmm. that, that was pretty awesome for us. So we're, we're excited. We are. And thank you guys, because you obviously helped us get there. So. Not losing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so where we wanted to start with this was I wanted to ask you, who were you before kids? Do you remember who this person was? No. What did you like to do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. What did you spend your time doing? <laughs> you told me you were going to ask me this, and I am going blank, guys. If that tells you alone how much you lose yourself in parenting, I, I don't know what else does because I literally went blank. And I'm like, I'm still going to try to pull out of my memory box who that, who that lady was, uh, what, nine, ten years ago? <laughs> so some of the things that I liked to do, and they're going to sound, it may sound a little vain, but this is who I was. So maybe when I list them, you might be like, well, I think motherhood did you well then. I grew up in the South, so I loved laying out in the sun. And now I feel like I'm just now actually starting to get to lay out because you're the one that suffers when we go swimming at the lake and have to entertain the kids. (laughs) I don't call it suffering. (laughs) Call it enjoying my children. Now you make me feel so bad. (laughs) But yeah, so I love to lay out. I would go, I, I miss going shopping when I wanted to. I used to love to get my nails done. I told you this is going to sound pretty shallow. You sound like a person that I don't like. Yes, How did I we do. end up together? I don't know. <laughs> it must have been really nice. <laughs> I loved working out at the gym and actually attending fitness classes. And this was whenever I wanted to. I didn't have to check with somebody else when I wanted to go to the gym. Like, are you going to be home? Can we make this work? Uh, What else? I enjoyed my very quiet mornings where I don't have to like wake up at the crack of dawn to get my quiet mornings. I enjoyed eating treats whenever I want without having to like go hide in the corner so that uh, my kids don't start asking me to have what I'm having. (laughs) Um, I loved making last minute trips with you. Those were always fun. Those were. Yeah. We especially did that in New Mexico, probably because that was like the last couple of years before we had a kid. (laughs) No, that's definitely why. It was, you're right. Because then once we moved to Florida, we got pregnant. So, Um, but that was just such a great feeling. Like, Hey, you want to go to this town, like four hours away tomorrow? Absolutely. Like grab some bags, 
that's it. Like nothing else to it. <laughs> now the process took approximately an hour to get ready to yeah. go, right? Mm-hmm. For, for a trip. <laughs> now I don't even know. I don't know. I think we start planning weeks the, in advance. We do, and there has to be checklists. With my little boxes, if you've listened to my other episodes, my sister made fun of me. But yeah, checklist, we have to plan before. We start packing like three days before. And even when we pack to go to our camper, that has a lot of stuff there already because it's like at a seasonal campground, we still have to do this whole prep thing. So I miss that. I miss just going out on a whim because we don't get to do that anymore. And I also loved attending concerts and any venues that had live music. Yes, we do just like going to concerts. Mm-hmm. Haven't done that for a little bit. No, not unless it's like a family-friendly venue. So those are the things I remember about my past life. How about you? Who did you used to be? <laughs> oh, let's see. So you know that I loved spending time outdoors, which is really cool because now we do. We still do, yeah. The hardest part was when they were babies. Yeah, yes. Especially the first one. You know, mm-hmm. we it was definitely a lot harder to go do those things outside, take them along. Mm-hmm. They can't be out as long as I would like to be because, yeah. you know me, I'd go on hours-long hikes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, by the time I'm just getting going, everybody else is usually ready to turn around and go home. Yes. And you obviously can't do that with a baby. No. Uh, I used to lo- – I, I still do, but I love to read. <sighs> And it is like finding time to read and like sit down and be quiet is like nearly impossible. The only time I can do that is at night before mm-hmm. we go to bed. And typically <laughs> we're working on this instead now. Yes. So I get to read when we do like research and stuff for certain episodes, but um, the reading time is cut down mm-hmm. you know, by a massive amount. I think the only time I actually really read now is when I'm in the bathroom. You did say you you worked out a, a parent hack there. Yeah, it's a parent hack. That's where I find my time to finish and reading reading books. It's the only time I get. You were super excited that you finished your first book mm-hmm. with time quality time in the bathroom like two weeks ago. You're like, I did it! This is the new way. Well, think about it. Let's let's be honest. What do the majority of people do in the when they go to the bathroom nowadays? They bring their phones. You're right. And I mean, just scroll through mm-hmm. things. And I said to myself, well, what if you spent that time doing something that was actually worthwhile instead of looking at nonsense? So I instead I read a book. I bring my book in there and I read. And I knocked out a book. It's great. No wasted time. You're right. That no is wasted time. Being very productive. Yes. <laughs> I also liked, I used to love to drive. We used to love to drive. So we lived in like New Mexico. We would just take drives Mm -hmm. up through the mountains, bring a little bit of food, some drinks, like some waters and, you know, just drive around. Now, um, (laughs) now it takes longer to like pack the car than the actual trip takes. Mm -hmm. And having somebody ask you for a snack like every three minutes. (laughs) Not very relaxing. Not very relaxing. So driving hasn't. It has become like a burden at this point. Like we, you don't really like getting in the car because you're like, oh lord, <laughs> how's it gonna be? It's it's rolling the dice, because we did actually get a good drive last weekend when we were going through Amish country, because they all passed out. <laughs> Remember? That's right. We were driving through Amish <laughs> Amish country. They all fell asleep, and we turned on some music mm-hmm. and rolled the windows down a little bit, and it was amazing. It was amazing. We were so happy. And that was when I remembered this when we were gonna do this episode. I said, "Do you remember? Don't you remember when we used to love driving around?" And then you, for a split second, you're like, "What changed?" And then you look in the rearview mirror and see three <laughs> passed out little human beings. Like, oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's what happened. You robbed you robbed me of the joy of driving. 
So we got it back for about an hour and a half the other day. Because uh, yeah. they, they usually don't all pass out at the same time. Mm-hmm. So usually one that's up, you know, saying something, asking for something, or they want us to change. They have to listen to their, you know, podcast and, yes. or music or something. So It's all uh, about them. Yeah. They're always asking for stuff. Always asking for stuff. <laughs> and then uh, traveling. I love to travel. Yeah. So kind of the same thing, but... Uh, We've tried to work that back in. We have. Um, but obviously traveling is just a whole different ballgame now. Like, we can't just get on it. Buying, you know, two plane tickets is a whole lot different than buying five. Yes. It's a big deal. Yep. Getting five people ready to get on a plane is a whole lot different than mm-hmm. getting two people ready that can take care of themselves. Let's not forget the dog. Then we have to get arrangements for the dog. Yeah. Who got the dog? <laughs> Who got this dog? You did. You did when we had our... Second child, and he was like two weeks old. Good choice, puppy and newborn. We don't have enough time on this episode to talk about who really wanted the dog, but it was you. We'll be moving on. He's lying. We'll move on from here. But yeah, so it's it's not that easy, and because traveling with children is very different too. So it's not only just getting on a plane with children. That's great. Okay, if we can figure that out. But on the other hand, there's I miss going on trips with just you, and we were starting to conquer that at least once a year, which has been really nice, Uh, but now that we've moved out here with no family around us, I don't know if that's going to really happen. (laughs) Yeah, even like a date night. I miss that, like just going out for the night and having an adult conversation was cool. (laughs) Without 50 interruptions. Right, yeah, I don't remember the last time I finished like a full thought um, before being interrupted, so... Uh, we, and you know, a lot of the military families out there will understand that we move around so much that every time you move, now you don't have anybody to watch your children. Yeah. That you trust, you know, mm-hmm. to, you know, now we're far away from family mm-hmm. and, uh, we don't get to go on a lot of date nights together. No. And that would be cool to do. That I would, would love be. to go have a nice dinner with you I and know. sit and have a conversation, but we try to make up for that here. Yes. But yeah, it's definitely something I miss. Yes. So here's, here's the catch 22 with that, right? Mm-hmm. You miss doing all these things, and there's all these people out there probably daydream. Oh, man, wouldn't it be so nice if I could just lay out by a pool or go do this thing on my own that I love to do? Mm-hmm. And then the day comes that you finally get the house to yourself or like a weekend to yourself, and maybe it's just us. <laughs> but what do, you, what do you actually do when that day comes? I feel lost. Right. <laughs> right. So you finally get that wish that you've been wishing for and that time to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to that day because it's happened. And I, I'm, wand- I'm wandering around the house aimlessly, staring out the window, wondering what to do with myself. Yes. And you know what? I think you get those opportunities more than me because of the, the, the times I have gone and taken the kids to go visit family and you needed to stay home for work. And I was like... How'd you enjoy your time? You got it all to yourself, and you were like, uh, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and that's sad. It is sad. I know. And I'm like a very active person. Yes. Like, I just like to go, 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 and go do things. The weird part is, like, the guilt started to slip in. Oh, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you find, you start feeling guilty. Like, <laughs> I, I shouldn't be doing this by myself. I'm supposed to be doing this with my family. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you realize, that doing all these things that you wish you could go do isn't as cool when you're by yourself. No, yeah. 
Because you got used to a certain lifestyle. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you typically, all, we're all together. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, and then, you know, all of a sudden you find yourself alone. Mm-hmm. And then you just feel bad for yourself that you're alone <laughs> and have nobody with you. There's like no enjoyment. It's, it's so twisted. It is. <laughs> You finally, you finally find yourself where you can take a shower without somebody calling your name or jostling the doorknob while you're in there asking you over and over what you're doing. <laughs> but then some, and this, this really weird, sick feeling takes you over and you feel bad and you miss them. Yeah. You miss it. You miss it, right? Right. Like, what is wrong with us? You're like, what's wrong with me? Why do I miss that? I don't, not that I don't miss my kids, but you even miss like... The mayhem. Yeah, you miss the mayhem. Yeah. But, I, you know, it happens every time. Even, like, when we leave our families' houses, they're like, man, I, I miss the craziness. I miss the noise. And I'm like, oh, don't worry. You'll get used to it again. <laughs> your silence. So, anyway, you realize that uh, you miss your family and that all these things are special because you have your family, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you still have to have your own identity. Yes, yeah. So, I don't, like, I can't go for, like, more than a day without my family around like, I might enjoy that one day, like, oh, I finally get this little peace and quiet, a little bit of peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. But after that, after that first day, I'm ready to have my family home. Yeah. However, on a day-to-day basis, like, I have to have my individualism, you know, yes. my individual identity. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that I like to do and I like to work on myself that if I don't have it, I'm not a happy person. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. the question is, like, how do you get your identity back? How do you do that in, in everyday life? So before we move on to how do we get it back, but parenting is one of our big life-changing moments, but another big part of our life that has an effect on our identity, I feel, is our jobs or careers. So for me and most of our listeners, being a home educator is our job, right? And as homeschooling parents, I just feel like it's so easy to lose who we are with the day-to-day duties that we're called to. Where unlike most jobs, we don't get to leave the house. We don't get to go to work and and like separate that that part of us and get that break, you know, that mental break. I know that going to work isn't always exciting, but you do like get this mental change in environment and in the people surrounding you. And I feel like our roles as a home educator, parent, and for many of us, spouse, easily like become this primary focus of our days. And I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. However, we do end up placing a lot of our time and our thoughts into these roles, which I think ends up being very consuming and you can easily just end up losing yourself. So the same goes for like the career driven people. They put a lot of focus onto their career, but then can fall into the trap of where they make their job everything. We just need to remember that having roles and responsibilities do not actually define who we are. And that we're, we're more than this, right? These, yes, these are roles, responsibilities. We, we do these things. We love to do these things or we need to do these things, however you want to look at it. And maybe it's a combo of both. But it's, we're more than that. And I think one of those defining moments in life that will end up testing who you think you are is when you lose that particular role. So whether it's you lose it, you lose your job, that, that, that career-driven person 
you know, gets laid off and they lose their job. Or you leave your job. Or you leave your job. To yeah. Homeschool. Yeah, that's right. I had that. Yeah. I had that change too. Or your last child graduating from homeschool, where you no longer are a homeschooling educator. Will you feel lost, or will you feel confident in knowing that role was just a part of you, but not all of who you are? I heard somebody talk about this months ago, and I was like. You know what? That's so true. Like, I look at homeschooling as a calling and as my job now. And I love what we do, obviously. Like, I love homeschooling so much that we've created this hobby on the side. But I do have to remember that it is not who I am entirely. And I would hate for that day to come, you know, in 10, 15 years, whatever, that the last one graduates and then I'm like, now what? What do I do with my life now? Another like another season in life where you see this happen often is when somebody retires from their career. Many made work their life and now they just feel lost. Like I feel like you hear that story all the time. Like, man, I just, you know, I just got it got out of the military or I just retired and I don't know what to do now. Like Well, you definitely see it a ton in the military because being in the military is, you know, definitely becomes a lot of people's identity but mm-hmm. so, I mean, you even put it just uniform on every day like that's mm-hmm. who you are for like half the day three quarters of every day if not more you know is this uniform that's true with yeah this tag on it that says whatever service you're in like that's who you are and doing that for 20 plus years you see people get out and they don't know what to do with themselves anymore because they were this rank yeah. in the military, right? Everybody, you even get called by your rank. Mm-hmm. That's your name. And when you leave, you go back to your regular old name. Yeah. And now who, now who are you? You don't even know who that person is anymore. But you also see that a lot of those people didn't prepare themselves for that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm not, I'm not, it, it's easy for me to say because I haven't gotten to that point yet. Right. When these guys retire and these you know girls retire, uh, you know if they haven't, they haven't prepared for that and set their life up and like you said looked at who they really are and worked on that mm-hmm. and didn't let that go just because you were a parent or because you were busy then it's a struggle yeah I mean, that's why we're talking about this mm-hmm. it's like okay just because you're busy and you homeschool or you're just a parent in general you have to remember to work on yourself yes that's whatever that is mm-hmm. whether it's you like to work out or you like to write, mm-hmm. or you like to, uh, I mean, the doing this. Yeah. Doing this is our one of our outlets. You yes. know, this is fun for us, mm-hmm. and we've enjoyed it. But we're, we don't let all the mayhem, this isn't easy for, we already said this, but this isn't easy for us to do because there's so many things going on. We've already stopped this podcast three times, I think. <laughs> Yes. Hopefully you didn't notice with the with the clips, but we already had to stop this podcast three times to go get get snacks and tell somebody to be quiet because they're screaming. Mm-hmm. And another uh, one came and opened the door. Yes, the little one came and opened the door. But it, it would be easy for us to say, you know what? There's just this is just too much of a pain. Like we can't do this, but we Absolutely. don't. Mm-hmm. We don't. We make a promise to ourselves that that's not going to happen. And whatever that thing is for you, you have to make sure that you're willing to put up with the other nonsense and just get it and just do it. Yes. Right. It's not going to be easy. The easy thing is just say, you know, whatever, uh, you know, stay focused on this one thing. <laughs> right. I'm, well, I'm just going to be a parent and that's mm-hmm. my job and it, no, no, I don't matter. Right. And, but that's not healthy. No. Mm-mm. 
I feel like it's all about a balance. That's what it comes down to. I would say start by taking some time to sit and think and reflect on these few things. What things interest you? What do you enjoy doing or are passionate about? And what talents might you have? Because some people have never actually taken the time to sit down and like reflect on that. And I think that you really do need to like take that moment and just just start thinking and like write stuff down. And maybe you're like, I don't know what I like. I don't know what my hobbies are. Then find things that maybe you are good at and you have to dig deep and just work on it. And I feel like it'll just start to come through, even if it's over the course of a couple weeks, it might take you. But if you don't know right away, then that should tell you right there that that you already need to feed that part of you. Like that's already lacking. But I think that happens to almost everybody. And that oh, yes. happened to us. Like there was a time that we, I said, I told you that I'm like, I don't know what I like doing anymore. Mm-hmm. Like what, wait, what really makes me happy? Yep. You know, I mean, obviously being with my family, but mm-hmm. me personally, like I always have this, had this feeling like I, there was these things I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but I didn't really even know what those things were. No. But I knew it. I knew it was there. However, you can't even, as a parent, a lot of times, like you said, you don't even have time to reflect on that mm-hmm. because you don't get a moment of like silence during the day. Yeah. And then by the time the kids are in bed, your brain's so fried <laughs> that you're like, most people just turn the TV on and want to zone out. Yeah. Like, you don't even want to think about anything. But you really do have to take that time to you reflect you know, reflect on yourself and be like, you know, what makes me happy? What's going to make me a better person? Mm-hmm. And in turn, that makes me a better parent as well. Yes, it, it will. I, I feel like it is so worth that extra step and that extra time you take because you'll end up feeling energized, surprisingly. Like, you're like, I, I got to find the time to do this. But when you find the time, you'll you'll feed yourself inside. And I feel like that'll like radiate to others and you'll feel better about yourself as well. So the, I feel that then once you've, you know, sat and reflected and you do have to find that time, whether it's before the kids wake up or when they're in bed and just commit to it. The next challenging part would be finding ways to add these things to your life. And me saying this makes me think of um, Nina's recent blog she just put out. And in it, she talks about how she came to realize more recently, um, and she's a mother to three, very busy children. She's homeschooling. But she just recently came to realize that she has made the time to do the three things that she loves the best, which is health and nutrition, uh, cooking, so she loves to bake and cook, and then crafts with her kids and making quilts on her Etsy shop and pillows and whatnot. And she's like, and I really don't, like, I don't make a ton of money doing it, but it helps, you know, feed her inside. She goes, I I feel like it's my outlet. She's like, so when all the kids are in bed at night, she's there at the sewing machine and she finds therapy in that. And I just feel like it's, that's like a perfect example that she knew these were the the strong points, the hobbies that she loves, and she's making it work. And now she's seeing what it does for her in return to help her get through these days and to realize more of who she is inside. And I think that we can both agree that one form of self-care that is key is to set 
aside alone time every day where you can sit quietly for reflection. For me, that's through prayer and devotion, like reading my devotions. But you can do that if through the um, meditation or even journaling. So whatever it is that helps bring you that inner peace, that is what helps fill my cup so I'm not like running on empty the rest of the day. And we both have have put this in our lives. Uh, yeah, it's like a routine. Like mm-hmm. you have to make it a routine. So like I do the same thing. We wake up early mm-hmm. and I come out and we grab a cup of coffee. It's quiet in the yes. living room. And I read my uh, spiritual books mm-hmm. and uh, for a little bit. And then I do a few other things, but it's my time. Yes. Right, it's my time to just sit there and reflect and, and prepare for the day and think of what I'm going to do. And, you know, I do. I sit there and think of how grateful I am for everything. But it's my time where my brain is not bombarded <laughs> from other people, whether that's not just the kids, in, in, but it's work too, you know. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's another issue. I take that time to let my brain just decompress. Yes. Yeah. And prepare for the day. And that, but that can be for any, you know, it, it can be anything that, you get peace out of. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing for most people is going to be committing to waking up early. Yeah. Because people can say they'll do it at night. We found that doesn't work, like I said, because you're so exhausted by that point that for us it's not the best time. That, and I feel like it sets the mood for your day if you do it in the morning. It's a great way to start the day, but it's absolutely a routine you have to start. If you gotta start with 30 minutes, wake up 30 minutes early. Mm -hmm. We do like an hour. Yeah, we do. Sometimes if we end up sleeping in yeah. <laughs> and we wake up like when the kids are waking up, uh, the entire day is thrown off. Yes. Like I do not like waking up to people asking me for things. No, that happened this morning. Happened this morning. What happened to our moods? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the best way for me to wake up. I don't like waking up and someone's asking me to make breakfast like before I've even rolled out of bed or asking me for this and that. Or whining and rolling around on the ground because they don't know what they want. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. And it's like 6.15. Yeah, 6.15, rolling around, <laughs> whining. I can't understand what they're saying. He's three. But uh, I have to have that time in the morning. And every time that I, we don't do it, the first thing I'm like, why did I do this? Yep. Why didn't I wake up and my alarm went off? I completely regret this. Yeah, you just have to get in the routine. Once you break... That barrier, I feel like, and have made it a habit, you no longer see it as like, oh my gosh, I'm waking up early. Then you see it the flip side like us, where you're like, oh my gosh, I need this. (laughs) Oh yeah, I love waking up early now. Yes, absolutely. So we do that, and then for us, we love exercise. We're big advocates on exercising. Here's the problem with that too, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most people usually go to the gym like maybe after work. Yeah. Okay, so you worked all day, then you go to the gym. That takes up another hour or you know hour of your time or however you st- however long you stay there, mm-hmm. and typically your spouse is stuck at home. Yep. And then what we would usually do is I'd get home and then you would go. Yeah. For a period of time. Yeah, we did that. For and then you're gone for an hour or mm-hmm. so, and it was just it wasn't working. No, and then I felt like you and I weren't getting a time together. We weren't. <laughs> we weren't. So it's like, how do you fit that? A lot of people will say, how do you fit that in lives? A lot of people will say, exactly. I don't have the time to do this, mm-hmm. so that's why I don't work out. Well, so what we did was we made it our outside time with the kids. Yep. Right? So we actually canceled our gym memberships, Mm -hmm. and we have some weights and stuff at home. And when it's time for us to go exercise, it's also the kids' 
time to go outside and play. Yes. So they're outside running around. We're outside exercising and hanging out with them, and we all get to spend time together, but we knock out two birds with one stone. And then you don't feel guilty. (laughs) No, you don't feel guilty. You're, About like going to the gym and being gone while the, maybe the other spouse is having to deal with everything. It works out. It did. It's, mm-hmm. it's worked out great. One stipulation, winter. We have not hit winter yet. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, except what about winter? <laughs> winter, yes. I'm going to just be dragging like sleds around with the kids on it for a workout or something. I don't know. but uh, like, we'll We still go out. jog outside and stuff in winter, but I, I'm trying to think if I'm going to be out with weights for a period of time, <laughs> depending how cold it is and, it, and how long the kids will survive outside before they start to say, I want to go in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, that's, I think it's something really great that we've implemented um, mm-hmm. it's, and it's been nice for us. And if, it, if the weather isn't right, again, you might exercising you may have to then consider when the kids are sleeping whether it is in the morning because i was doing that forever working out while they were sleeping in the morning or when they go to bed at night get your workout at that time Um, but now i kind of like this new routine a lot i stopped working out in the morning so i could just stick to like my alone time and devotional time and then that way we have like our whole the whole family affair of working out outside. Yeah, and it's not always perfect. No. The little one still <laughs> runs up to us and is whining and complaining about something. But the thing is, outside, you can run away. Yes, literally run away. You can run away. <laughs> There's a plus. Sprinting. Yes. I can't hear you. <laughs> you got the podcast playing on loud. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Uh, Then, as you mentioned earlier, another big one is seeking out hobbies. So I feel like the newest hobby for us is podcasting. And like you said, the hobbies may not be easy to come by and it can be a challenge. But if it's something that you're passionate about and love, to me, it's like I make the time because I enjoy it. I find time in my day and I, I do have to get a little creative, but... It's totally worth it, and it, it really does. Like, doing this podcast, like, it fills my cup. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, we started this on our couch mm-hmm. with, a, I think, a $40 recorder and two little microphones. Yes. And we would just do it on a Saturday night after the kids went to bed. We'd mm-hmm. have, like, a beer or a glass of wine together, mm-hmm. and that was, like, our time to hang out. Yes. And um, that's how we started it, and we've been doing it since. But it's given us, like, this outlet, and... It started like you know, started as an outlet, and now it's turned into something where we really look forward to meeting all the people that we interview. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's been that's that's, awesome. that's turned into the coolest part about this, and so we look forward to like every time that we do one of these. It's like a it's like an adrenaline hit for us. It you know, is. it really is. We get like really <laughs> pumped and excited, and uh, we we look really look forward to it, and it, that just keeps us going like week after week, and yep. we, that's why when we we're sitting in bed at night we're researching Mm -hmm. for these episodes that we do and when we talk to people like we're checking out their websites looking at all the um you know the information that they've put out the things that they've done so that when we talk to them we can have an intelligent conversation yes and then we learn so much from them well that's what we love it Mm -hmm. we we've learned so much like the reason we do this is not because we are experts in homeschooling Mm -hmm. it's the complete opposite yeah yeah exactly complete opposite (laughs) but we've learned that's we we get to talk to all these people Mm -hmm. that we would never have met or ever talked to. No. And we get to soak up all their information. Yep. 
And it's really helped. It's, it has. It's it's a beautiful thing. We love it. So the point is, find that passion. Dig deep. It's there. I never, ever would have imagined I'd be podcasting. Never. But we stumbled upon the idea of it. And I quickly learned that, yep, this is it. This is one of my passions. I am the type of person who I hate tech. Yes, you do. <laughs> I hate tech. And, in the, and since we've started this... I've figured out how to start a podcast, mm-hmm. edit a podcast, start a website, put the, put things and edit a website. And videos. And videos. <laughs> and I'm not saying fun. they're all great. No. <laughs> but that's how much of a passion it became was I was willing to take my time to, to learn these things mm-hmm. and take my time like at the end of the night when you're really tired and like I said, most people are just watching television. We're sitting up and doing this. But there's nothing else we'd rather be doing anymore. Yeah. And yep. so uh, find out whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just gives you so much energy. It does. You know, I think that's another thing is it's given us this, you know, newfound energy yeah. in ourselves. And um, that's been my favorite part of it. Yes. Yeah, me too. There's Mom's Night Out or even get-togethers if it's not a Mom's Night Out because you can't swing that. Like for me, this has been um, a difficult area to go do Mom's Night Out. I do want it. I think maybe we'll get to it this year. But for since that has been more of a challenge with our schedule and everything, and me also, also just being in a new area and getting to know moms again, I have uh, been enjoying the homeschool meetups that we started to do. And that time where our kids are just off playing I get to chat with the moms has really just, it's helped me a lot. So if you aren't doing that already, I highly, highly suggest that, especially if it's with homeschooling moms because they're like-minded. They know the struggles that you're going through, the challenges, the exhaustions. Of course, spend time with your other friends too. That's also healthy to step away from it. But I do find it very rewarding and supportive when I can connect with other homeschooling moms. And we just went, we went to two meetups this past week and everybody felt the same way. Like, I was like, okay, are you guys going to meet up again Friday? They're like, absolutely. Like, looking at me like, is that a serious question? Because we all yearn for that and we need that. And it helps, I think, recharge us to get through these weeks. And at the same time, our kids are having a blast and playing together. So I do recommend that. Then there's um, attending retreats. So if you want to fill that spiritual side of you, I would recommend trying to attend a retreat. And even if it's only once a year, that to me has been enough. Sometimes once every other year. But that's something you can look into if if that part of your life you feel like is lacking in, and that's like one of your goals. Volunteering. We haven't been able to do that, but I think that that's an excellent way on Again, helping find yourself. That's not true. Before COVID, we were going up to the nursing home. That's right. And our daughter was baking cookies for the people at the nursing home. It's just been a little different since COVID. But no, we we were definitely doing that. Yeah. So volunteering, I feel like that has always been a passion of mine. I, I volunteered with a lot of things growing up. So anytime that we actually do it, I, I feel that part of me like come alive again. And I guess that's why I added it to the list because I feel like that that can be a big part of like finding out who you are and keeping that identity is by helping others. Well, a lot of this kind of started from that. Remember, 
we were going to um, the nursing home and I was sitting down and hanging out with veterans at the local nursing home and I met this um, guy that was up there and he was a World War II vet, Army vet, and uh, I would just come home and tell you how awesome the conversations were. Mm -hmm. You did. And every time I went back, it was, the conversation was just as good and it like was from starting from scratch because he didn't remember who I was <laughs> it's not funny but uh know. you know but he he didn't know he was he happy did, he did not know and he was so excited to see me every time because it was like the first time I was meeting him mm-hmm. but he had amazing stories and he was just excited that another um or an active duty member of the military thought enough of him to come in and speak mm-hmm. with him and I did that with several of the guys there but a big part of it was I'd come home and say, how cool would it be to get, you know, to record some of these people's stories? There's so many people out there that have amazing stories. Yeah. It kind of rolled into this. It did. You're right. You know, mm-hmm. um, something I still want to do is capture some of their stories, but this was something that was in our lives that meant a lot to us. And I said, well, mm-hmm. what if we reach out and just ask them to talk to us and we do our own podcast? Yeah. And here we are. And here we are. And we've had some pretty awesome stories so far. Yeah. <laughs> the last would be treat yourself. Right? So go to that spa or nail salon or have your movie night where you binge with wine and chocolate. Whatever it is, I think it's great to throw that into the mix every now and then. For me, it's popcorn almost every night. That's my treat. She treats herself (laughs) every every night. night. It's not special. Every night. And if if you should probably say where that reference is coming from because it sounds really weird coming out of your mouth. It's from Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. It's a, it's a TV show. I was hoping people would just catch on. Maybe some. <laughs> Me just talking funny. <laughs> They're probably like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't put past Anita. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> so basically, so what happens if you don't keep the identity flame burning? Well, you're, hang on. The last thing we need to talk about is what? quality time with your spouse. Oh. <laughs> this is a great example. Wow. Completely left that one off. So, why did you leave that one? We were finding that we weren't we weren't getting that time together to sit down and talk and the only time we were getting was at night. Mhm. And the last thing we wanted to do was sit there and have adult conversations after a long day. It was like, we were like, man, we don't, we don't really have adult conversation anymore because we're so tired at night. Yeah, you just burnt out. This was before we started doing the podcast. But what we decided was, look, these, these conversations have to happen during the day. When we have energy, mm-hmm. after the thing, you know, talk about our day, when it's still fresh on our minds. So we started doing tea time when I came home, right? So I love my coffee, but can't be pounding coffee at, you know, (laughs) mid-afternoon. No. So we'd have, we have a cup of tea together when I get home from work. Mm -hmm. Say hi to the kids, hang out for a little bit. And then it's, and it's our time to sit down and have a cup and just talk about our day. And they're not supposed to interrupt us. Do they? Yes. (laughs) But we, we make it real clear that this is our time and, you know, you guys go off and do your thing and as soon as we're done, that's actually when we go outside and exercise. Mm -hmm. As soon as we're done with that and then we go hang out with them. So make sure you find time to spend with your spouse. Um, I know a lot of people, especially some of my friends who, they don't have that great of a relationship anymore with their spouses because they let the hecticness of life, you know, interfere with their marriage, Mm -hmm. really. And it's like the kids, the kids and running them around and all their activities and everything that they do, that can really get in the middle of your marriage if you let it, you know, and then you forget to take care of each other. 
Yes. So it's just not taking care of yourself, but it's also taking care of each other. And a lot of people feel selfish when they do that. But if but you... think about it, like your marriage is part of who you are. I, I like to think that we are one. So yes, our marriage is part of our identity. So that is that is just as important to feed and everything else that you're trying to feed inside of you. Yes, and I always remember your family said, I can't, who was I can't remember who it was, but they said, your, your marriage comes first, your spouse comes first over your kids. My mom your, and my grandmother taught her that. Right, when I first heard that, I was like, no, that's not right. I was like, <laughs> your kids always come first. And then she explained it to us. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, it doesn't really mean that. It means that if you don't have a happy marriage, your kids are gonna suffer. And they're going to know that. Yes. They're going to know that something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's your job to make sure that you feed your marriage in your relationship with your spouse so that your kids see what a healthy relationship really looks like and what happiness really looks like. And now you're being the best parent you can be that way. Yes. And it really did make sense to me. And I was like, yeah, that's abs- you're absolutely right. Yep. But you're right. I remember when she said that to us when we first became parents. Mm-hmm. I was the same way. I was like, no, because you had this bundle of joy for the first time. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, she's everything, everything. She's on top. But you do. You start to realize that with time that it that really does have to come first. And we not only have tea time, but we now have our evening walks on our property. We do, yeah. So, it's, it's be- I mean, it's been beautiful out, mm-hmm. but we did it in the summer, too. But we... Uh... Right now we're enjoying a pumpkin beer at night yes, right? for the fall, yes. which is <laughs> we split delicious. a beer. <laughs> well, we just walk around. We have an, like an acre, but we just walk around our property um, when it's like dusk, starting mm-hmm. to get dark out, and we just walk around and talk mm-hmm. and enjoy the night. And that's kind of what we do before we come in and put the kids to bed. It has been so nice. It has. It's been mm-hmm. awesome. I'm glad we started doing that, and yeah. something we kind of promised each other that we keep doing. Yeah, we said, "Wouldn't this be nice?" When we get older, we can say, how long have we been doing this for? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I think it's helped us, too, between that and when I come home, that just those those two short periods of time combined, it's helped out a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's made us feel like we're getting that time together. Yeah. And that, that's so important because if you don't if you don't have those things, whether it's for yourself personally or as a couple, you're going to feel unhappy. You have animosity, lack of energy. And your, you know, your children don't see you with a passion or a drive for anything or for a, and then, you know, they don't see the love for each other. Mm -hmm. And that's detrimental. It is. I also think it's really good for our kids to see that we make time for ourselves and have hobbies. Like we're, we're showing them that this is important so that they do that for themselves as they get older. Yeah, absolutely. Whether it's, whether it's taking care of yourself physically Mm -hmm. or mentally um, you know, they see us do this yeah. and they ask us a ton of questions about it. They do. And then our daughter says maybe one day she can do a podcast on cooking or mm-hmm. baking because that's what she likes to do. And it's like just her knowing that that's a possibility and that that's something that she can do as like an outlet for her passion. You know, I think it's, it's so important. Yeah, it is. I think it's great that she sees that. She's also goes out there and like works out with us now. She does laps. <laughs> she gets her little five pound weights. <laughs> and I love to think that we're setting this awesome example when you don't even realize it but that's the impression that we make on our kids all the time they're always watching what we're doing so why not show them this beautiful example of how to keep your identity yes yeah and i think all these things together it makes you a better parent it makes you a more present and involved parent yes when so when you are with your kids 
you are putting all your energy into them because you're not sitting there daydreaming about this thing that you don't have time to do, mm-hmm. right? We got our time together. We got our time doing something that we like doing. Yep. And now it's time to put all of our energy into our kids, Yes. right? Mm-hmm. You're less stressed and you just feel, you feel, feel good. good. You feel yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, as, it's as easy as that. It's as simple as that, yeah. yeah. You just feel good about what you're mm-hmm. doing for yourself because now you can look at yourself as a parent and be proud but not only just as a parent, but your personal accomplishments, mm-hmm. which I think is really important. Absolutely. So remember, it's extremely important to take time for yourself in your in your marriage, and you shouldn't feel guilty about it. No. But you have to make the time. And if you don't make the time, that's your fault. It is. There's always time. Yes. There's always time. We've said this in the past. Yep. If you say you don't have time, then you're lying to yourself. You are. You need to wait. You can wake up early. You can stay up a little bit later, mm-hmm. or you can change your schedule and make sure your kids realize that it's okay for you to have your own hobbies. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. So, do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. I just, I, I really hope this helps because it, we truly feel that this is so important. And you, you don't, you want to love what you're doing, and to continue to love what you're doing, you do need to know who you are and feed that part of you absolutely so with that being said make sure you check out the new uh, website yes the homeschoolprojectpodcast.com and thank you for making us um number Number nine nine. (laughs) on the list of top 20 homeschool uh, podcasts to listen to yes all right guys we hope you have an awesome week stay tuned for our next episode with samantha shank from learning color who has a ton of awesome resources for homeschooling parents and just uh you know children's education in general yes she was and you're gonna love her interview yeah awesome. she's amazing she's awesome <laughs> i wish i was that uh, focused when i was 22 years old oh uh, yeah <laughs> she started her business when she was 14 so stay tuned for that it was, it was a great interview yeah all right have a great week bye remember to visit us at the homeschool and as always let's light a fire they can't put out